0: Rebellions are built on hope. Welcome to Season 4 of Radio Rebellion, a Star Wars podcast. We made it after 75 episodes. I can't believe it. We made it to Season 4. Here we are with her friend Meg. She just had to be back. She was here a few weeks ago. Uh, as soon as I said, hey, I'm going to make a, a video about masks and helmets, the first one to write, I love helmets, was Meg. So Meg, thank you for being here. Thanks for joining us again.
1: Of course, it's so good to be back. And um, I will yell about helmets all day, every day. So yeah, you picked me for the, for the right topic, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, I love helmets. If people out there follow me on Twitter, especially Instagram, I'll keep posting all my helmet pics. I think every every day I get from work, I gotta put one on just to kind of mellow out a little bit. I love your background. You posted a little bit earlier that you. you had an issue getting your background ready. What happened? <laughs> uh,
1: so um, the book the bookcase behind me um, is all built in, and so it's attached to the wall, um, and it's held to it's all the shelves are held together with like little brackets. Um, So I was taking the books off of the one behind me so I could put the helmets on it. And both of the brackets just popped off for some reason. (laughs) Don't know why. Um, Thankfully, I fixed it. We're all good. Um, Otherwise, the shelf just would have uh, just looked crooked. So, you know, we're good. You know, we avoided the disaster. Um, So, yeah. Yeah,
0: and it didn't happen during the live show, which is something that does happen once in a while. There was I don't know if it was the last episode I did with you or one of the last ones that I did. Like 10 seconds after I said, okay, thanks for everyone. See you later. I hit end broadcast, or so five seconds later, my lights and my microphone, a little shop I have, everything fell down.
1: <laughs> no. all so. Yeah, was, Oh, no. You
0: know, so. Yeah.
1: Well, if, um, if everything behind me suddenly just topples over, you
0: know, I won't feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. But yeah, we're going to talk about helmets. You got your helmets back there. I try, I have my, some of my helmets out here, the little black series up there, which I love. Those little the tiny ones. I, have, I think I have one of them. Uh, but yeah, we have a lot of fun. But before we get into our main topic, did you do any Star Wars thing this week? Or I know you have a live stream coming up after this one, get another show.
1: Yeah, um, if, if. And only if you have read Tempest Runner. Um, we will be talking about it on Followers of the Force at uh seven Eastern. What time is it? I don't know. Um yeah, but we will it is a um full spoiler review. So um come listen if um come listen and participate in the discussion in the chat if um you have uh read the book or listened to the book or whatever you want to call it. If not, um you still should because it's very good. Um so I spent, yeah, a lot of my week was um digesting that uh piece of Wonderful, wonderful Star Wars literature because it is um, it is very good. Have you listened to it yet?
0: Yes, I did finish it. Um, oh, you did, you did, because you reviewed yes. it. I so saw I that. Might, I might jump in. I'll try to jump in on the chat a little bit. I'm going to be talking about it actually two weeks from now. Yes. Uh, Maggie Lovett is going to be joining us to do spoiler review of it. Maybe Hannah. I know she's busy with her firefighting training, <laughs> which is awesome. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about it in two weeks. Again, it came on Scott, The High Republic. It's mm-hmm. it's a certain hit right now. So it's a great book, great learning more about Lorna D. The book threw in a few surprises. I didn't know where it was going to go. But, again, by the end, she's positioned. Same as Out of the Shadow. I'm not going to spoil it, but in Out of the Shadow, she positioned herself, and I think she made another move in this one. So Mark so you, well. you got to watch out for Lorna. You're, you don't know what's coming here. Yep. Uh, for me, and apart from preparing for the new season, because I've been out for two weeks, like I mentioned before we started, great being out, great taking time, I should say, we all should, we all know mental uh, happiness and all that, we gotta take care of ourselves, mental health, and it wasn't nothing like that, I always like taking breaks, I learned that throughout the um, mm-hmm. 70 plus episode, taking a few breaks here and there is always good, yep. but I wanted to be back, a lot of Star Wars news, we'll cover a few of them, but I was lucky enough, and I posted this on Instagram. I'm known as the Star Wars person at work, which most of us are known as the Star Wars person at work. Uh, so my work group went to a, uh, those payday happy hours, and they went to a local brewery, Black other Brewery in Gainesville, and they, they me this little cat with their Darth helmet, and that's over, so that's good. It's gonna go somewhere, that sticker. And let's just go. So, if you guys are ready, I'm not ready. Let's talk Star Wars. And we're starting with a little bit of Star Wars news. Where's my Star Wars news? Here we go. Star, Star Wars news. All right. And uh, we're going to start. Like I mentioned, a bunch of Star Wars news this past week. I'm just going to cover a few of them just real quickly, not spending a lot of a time on, on them. Well, the first one that just came out about two weeks ago, the official trailer for Star Wars: Visions, which just looks absolutely great. This new animated series that's coming out late in September. I think like the twenty-second or twenty-third, we're getting Star Wars Vision. All nine episodes are dropping, but we got the official trailer a few weeks ago. So Meg, when you saw this trailer. I guess first, were you excited for Star Wars Visions? And once you saw this trailer, what did you thought about it?
1: I, you know, cause we've known about this for a while. So I, um, I was looking forward to like just seeing kind of like what it was about. and. Um, uh, yeah, just like what kind of how it was going to be different. Um, when I saw this trailer, I immediately went from like, oh, this is going to be cool, to um, why do we have to wait another month? Can I see this now? <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I I'm not like a huge anime person. Like I just I've seen enough of it, but not like
0: mm-hmm.
1: as much as I would have liked to. Um, but this just looks absolutely wild in the best way possible. Um, I I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see all of it. Um, and we get all of it at once, which. I don't know how I feel about that. I kind of would have liked to maybe have like one a week. I think that would be Mm -hmm. interesting, even though they're short. um, I wouldn't have minded like spreading it out. But also um, I think there's value in like seeing it all at once just because it's like it's all different um, studios, all different styles. And um, I, I, I don't know exactly what to expect beyond the trailer. And that's a good thing. I cannot wait.
0: Yeah, I think this dropped right as the Bad Batch was finishing up. Mm-hmm. So it was oh, what's next for Star Wars? Here you go. You thought right. it was Book of Boba Fett? No Star Wars missions, in case you guys forgot about it. Um, I used to watch some anime growing up, so I really haven't kept up with it. I wasn't the uh, biggest fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love the ones that I've seen. But seeing this, I seeing see a different style for Star Wars. is always cool, like Bad Batch, Clone Wars, Rebels. Uh, resistance all have a different look but this style is completely different so i'm really interested in what's going to be like you said i don't know if it's best to drop all of it at once because mm-hmm. there are shorts but we don't know if this is a 10 minute short if it's going to be 22 we have no idea how long these shorts or how short right. these shorts are going to be so right. if they're a nine minute story then yeah give us everything at the same time if they're half an hour 25 minutes maybe spreading about We'll see. Very interested and excited for Star Wars visions coming out again. I think it's the twenty-second, twenty-third. I don't know, mm-hmm. late September. All right. So other Star Wars news, and if you're a fan of the comics, I'm sure you were very happy. And fan of Solo, like myself, and Book of Boba Fett, we get the news of a new comic series by uh, Charles Soule called Crimson Rain that follows Kira. She's back. Sorry if you didn't know. Uh, she made her return in the first episode, the first issue of War of the Bounty Hunters. She came back. I haven't followed War of Bounty Hunter. I got that first one, but she's a big player in this series. And now she's jumping into her own comic series. And then Charles Souls cannot kind of talk that he has this trilogy plan for her. And I believe this is Crimson Reign is going to be the second part. So I don't know what he has. A, what he has planned. I love Solo. So this does get me interested. Uh I mean, it's more Star Wars literature out there. Excited. I'll see if I get into it because there's so many comics they saw sometimes, but mm-hmm. more Kira is always good, right? Yes,
1: absolutely. I um I remember when um the first War of the Bounty Hunters comic came out and um she just appeared out of nowhere. Um I didn't I didn't think it was real at first Be- like <laughs> I, I had heard that it was going to happen um and then I saw it on the page and I was like really like th- we're not getting a solo sequel but we're getting this um which is great because like it the more I think about it the more the comics are a perfect place to um develop her story more because um, there's just a lot that they can do with her. Um, but to, I, I never expected her to get her own comic, but I'm glad she is because, um, uh, like like Soul said um, in the interview of the announcement, um, uh, War of the Bounty Hunters is like... It's heavily Boba Fett story, and it's mm-hmm. great to have Kira in there, but to give her her own series and to make her like the central point of that, and to be able to tell her story like from her perspective, it's gonna be really, really good. Um, I am I am notoriously behind on every single Star Wars comic that is out right now. I don't think I've read other than War of the Bounty Hunters. I don't think I've kept up with a comic in almost a year. I just am so behind on everything. There's a lot. Um, there's a lot of comics. There's a lot of comics going on at once, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it's good, and it's uh, overwhelming. It's fine. I'm fine.
0: Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's one of the things that I might do a whole show about at some point soon. Mm -hmm. There's so much to consume right now that if you want to be kind of involved in all of it, it, it's a little bit daunting because you start getting behind, and then do I even try to jump back in, forget about it, or what if something happens? So it's we got to kind of balance all that stuff, but where are the Mountain Hunters? Unfortunately for me, I got spoiled on Kira's no. Return. I heard, because I wasn't, I was interested because Boba well, Fett, as you can see back there on my head, on my hat, he's my guy. So mm-hmm. when I heard that this comic series was coming out and by Charles Soul*. of course I'm gonna be interested. Right. And then when that first ep- uh, issue dropped, a lot of people were talking, hey, you gotta go check this out quick, don't get spoiled. Mm-hmm. But in the morning, so I went to Comicsology. I bought it by the time it downloaded, my fault i guess for being on being on twitter so early oh, and no. someone posted a picture I Didn't even mention it. they posted a oh. picture and I really really did but i still got it ready a great return for her so very interesting mm-hmm. what crimson rain is going to be and then yeah. what the end of this trilogy that she also has planned so
1: yeah
0: just have to wait a few more weeks and this comes out as soon i believe as soon as war back after ends around october i think then this one yeah. drops pretty pretty quickly yeah yeah. All right, so the final news story that we're going to cover, of course we're going to talk about it, and it's that Disney Gallery, Mandalorian, Season 2 finale, when we got to see the return of Mark Hamill. Luke Skywalker made his return in Season 2 finale of Mandalorian, and we finally got to see this behind the scenes of how they were able to make it happen. Everyone knows now they use Plo Koon as the the foil, mm-hmm. just in case people thought they might kind of leak they, made this picture of cocoon Koon that Dave Filoni loves and all that stuff. Great scene, Mark Hamill back great scene, that technology that they tried using that didn't work and then what they did use. So were you excited to see this footage and are you happy with what was presented like, I don't know, six months after Mandalorian has come on gone.
1: Um, I, I really haven't been like into, um, I, I love behind the scenes, um, things in general and i just again with being behind on everything i hadn't gotten to a lot of the behind the scenes mandalorian stuff yet um but knowing that they were going to dedicate like a whole uh, an entire um you know behind the scenes episode to just the finale i was in um because yeah. of the fina- <laughs> the season 2 finale is just so packed with everything um and so good and you know even the fact that just um luke skywalker version of him that we got was there um i was really interested and the other thing that really got me hooked is just i could listen to dave filoni talking about star wars um forever um he could just talk about it constantly and never stop and i would be fine um so i'm always really just interested to hear him hear his perspective on um you know why they make the decisions they do and i mean Mm -hmm. he's in the role he's in for a reason he understands star wars on a level that um possibly only george lucas does um so to to hear his perspective on like why certain creative decisions are made and why certain things happen. um, It just makes me appreciate the storytelling and Star Wars as a whole so much more. Um, And that's really why I was really excited for this. Um, Yeah. It's, I hope they keep doing this. They've been doing it with other shows too on Disney plus. And I hope it's a really, I really like that because I think it adds something more. You get, you get the whole show, you get the experience and then you get that, um, you know, however many minutes it might be of listening to the creators talk about their thing that they made. And I just, that just makes me really happy.
0: Yeah. I always love behind the scenes um, yeah. and getting to see this was great. It was one of those questions when the first behind the scenes came out for season two, they didn't talk about the finale and I'm sure everyone, that's what they wanted to hear about. Right. So I don't know why they waited so long, guessing they didn't want to spoil it. Even mm-hmm. again, they waited, Mandalorian ended last year. I believe it was last year. I don't even know what, or earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And then we got this now in August. It was great seeing Mark Hamill back. Like you said, here in the, he'll only talk about Star Wars. He made a comment that got some people riled up no, between Ahsoka no. and Luke Skywalker. We won't get into it, but that's for no. those people to kind of argue about. Of course, Ahsoka is more trained. Okay, whatever. Uh, it was great seeing that I, mean, I, I grew up with Luke Skywalker. He was my favorite Jedi. I'm a character for 20 years almost, but whatever. Uh, that's another show. We'll do it. Ahsoka versus Luke. Um, but then it's a comment and people just go nuts, but it was yeah. great seeing that technology behind it, right? We didn't know if Mark Hamill was there actually playing Luke Skywalker, he was there, they had this double, I forget the name of the young, young actor that was there. They tried doing the deep fake, it really wasn't working, they de mm-hmm. they did all this different stuff, which yeah. was really exciting to learn. And also how the technology is going to be moving forward, John Farrell talked about the positive and negative about this deep fake and what what their role should be as creators, which is very interesting and very, it's nice to hear someone say things like that, not just, yeah, let's just do it because the technology is there. There's something that they need to be kind of pushing to make sure people don't go out of control with it. It also makes us think what's going to be the future Star Wars from there, kind of dedicating so much to this deep freight technology. What else can we see from characters that, from the past, that they might be able to bring to life? So it will be interesting, interesting to see all that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's it for the news. So if you guys are in the chat, let us know what you thought about this news topic. And of course, we're going to be jumping in right now talking about masks and helmets. Let us know what your favorite helmets are, why you love them so much. Am I spoiling myself by having a Boba Fett hat on my dark Vader T-shirt? I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, but if this is your first time joining us, again, thank you so much. Make sure that you subscribe to the show. We try to do new episodes every Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern. Like the video whenever you get a chance to see this. And make sure to leave us a comment down below. And if you're listening to this on the other podcast, thank you also. And hope that listening to our voice makes your day go by better. Uh, but yeah, we're here to talk about helmets. Let's talk about helmets, our favorite helmets and masks in Star Wars. If I'm talking helmets, I'm having my helmet on. And here we go, I have to wear my... Hopefully you guys can hear me, the first thing. My Captain Cardinal helmet, which I see you have back there. You have one also, so, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, All yeah, right, there we go. I had to put my helmet on at least once. And I gotta get my hair back in, under control. <laughs> it, it's a mess right now. I don't know. Um, So, yeah. Helmets for me is one of my favorite things in Star Wars. And it's one of those things, every time a new movie comes out, we're always interested in, what's the the new Stormtrooper gonna look like? Mm -hmm. Is it one a new design? When Rogue One, for example, came out, we had the Death Trooper, the Scarif, uh, Shore Troopers, the Tank Troopers, all those great designs, and we're always interested in them. Um, So to me, helmets is right there with lightsabers and everything else that makes Star Wars, Star Wars. But what is it about helmets that brings you in or draws you in, Meg?
1: For me, it's really um, what each helmet represents for that particular character. Um, I just think it's so fascinating that, like, every character is wearing a helmet for a different reason. Sure. Um, and, like, I really started thinking more about that um, during the Clone Wars uh, TV show. Um, because, like, when the clones, like, when you saw that they were, like, a lot of their helmets are like, are what set them apart. Like they Mm -hmm. are decorated in different ways and kind of make them more individualized, um, which is something you didn't really see that much like in Attack of the Clones, for example, because like they were depicted specifically as like identical copies of each other, which um, that's literally a definition of clone, but yeah, yeah, it's just like, I there's so many, there are so many helmets in Star Wars and all of them are so different. even, like, as you said, the different designs of the Stormtrooper helmets, depending on what era it is. I know people who identify what era in Star Wars it is by what the Stormtrooper helmets look like. Yeah. And I think that's so cool because mm-hmm. um, it's just, like, it it's an identifier of not just the era, but, like, what's happening in the universe at the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I just... If I, if I could wear a helmet all the time, um, for whatever reason, I totally would. I don't know why. I just think it would be cool. I mean... <laughs> i don't
0: know they're just great i just get home i put it on i just walk around the house for a few minutes halloween (laughs) is coming next month i don't have to worry about costume i'm just gonna go out each day each day with one of my three helmets a lightsaber and i'm good Uh, so yeah helmets and it's funny what you said that people kind of identify the airing star wars by the stormtroopers Mm -hmm. how many times so oh look at those That's Stormtrooper, I'm like, no, no, that's a clone trooper. That's actually this era. (laughs) Or no, that's a first order Stormtrooper that's different. So Mm -hmm. I I do get it. But it's something that we all love. We all enjoy. Helmet collection is through the roof. A lot of people love collecting helmets. A lot of cosplay out there make their own helmets, their own armor and all that stuff. But mainly for me, they look cool main reason i got into boba fed because he looked cool and what was it the helmet that he was wearing so yeah. yeah helmets are just awesome so which is funny also when you said there's so many helmets when i i've been thinking about doing a helmet only show for months it's last year mm-hmm. so trying, i'll just pick my favorite helmets when i finally decided all right i'm gonna do it starting in season four let me pick my five favorite helmets it wasn't easy no i went through that list probably like 20 times And even when I had my honorable mention that we're going to go in in a few minutes my top five, it Mm -hmm. changed. I think I had a helmet number two. It went back to honorable mention because I couldn't. Yeah. And I cheated. I'm sorry, I cheated. (laughs) But the thing is, we might just pick all five different type of Mandalorian helmets uh, as our favorite, or different type of Clown Trooper helmets, Mm -hmm. or um, regular Storm Troopers. So I had to pick one from each era, more or less. Just to mm-hmm. pick a little, because I could say, well, Captain Rex and the Phase 2 or Phase 1 and Mandalorian. So you can go through all the lists and then that's it. So I have mm-hmm. to pick one. Yeah. Uh, so let's start with honorable mentions because there's so many. We don't want to leave anyone behind and make them feel bad. Do you want to start with some of your honorable mentions and maybe a little bit about why they're some of your favorite helmets?
1: Yeah. Um one one that I thought of um that I really wanted to put in my top five, but like, you know, I just I had to I had to choose, I had to pick. Um are the uh clone trooper helmets painted like Ahsoka, um okay. or painted like her face. Um yeah. th- when we first saw that, I just it it made me so it most of my reasoning is emotional because I am who I am. Um, but it, it made me so emotional just to like um see how how much she meant to them um and then later obviously spoilers for the end of clone wars sorry um you know they (laughs) actually spoilers for all of star wars i guess um you know they end up turning on her and um i mean how terrifying is it to um be against someone that is literally wearing your face um that's you know great awesome um yeah, I, and then the end shot with the helmet in the snow, like mm-hmm. I will never forget that. That's one of my um, Star Wars favorites at this point, so.
0: Yeah, that's, it's a whole trajectory. Just that no. whole Ahsoka helmets, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And then the, that ending her burying everyone, putting the helmets up in the sticks, is something that will stay with you. Uh, and it's good that you said, I was gonna ask as we got closer to our top five, What your what your criteria was selecting yours and for you was more the emotional connection you had to
1: them yeah and like i think a lot about like um you know i a lot of the helmets that i picked look cool admittedly um but for me it's like more representative of like who is this person what is their identity what what does this helmet mean to them um that's kind of what i kind of went with because otherwise i would just pick all the helmets that i think looked cool and that's like all of them so
0: yeah so that's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why this show is about having fun. I try not to go too much into deep diving, which I yeah. can if needed. Right. There are other people that do it better. You guys uh, larger beauty force. it goes extremely deep on everyone. But I'm one of the problems I had trying to decide because I had some that the reasons I'm going to talk about. Some of my honorable mentions were Kylo Ren, Captain Phasma, Enfys Nest. There's mm-hmm. reasons behind those helmets. And yeah. that's why I had them. But then it's also okay, but there's some that look cool that I would wear. So my reason at the end when I said, okay, I got to really nail down this top five was, Mm. which ones would I wear? If I got the chance to wear just five Star Wars elements, Mm. which ones would it be? And those were the ones I picked because I just couldn't. This other thing, do I just go with the classics? Because uh, Darth Vader, that's that's the first one we ever saw. Of course, Stormtroopers, they're also a classic. I'm just putting there because they're classic or because I really like them? It was very hard. I had to go with which one would I wear? And I, I just wore this one. Will this one make the list? I don't know. But for honorable mentions real quick, kind of then, like I mentioned that we might talk a little bit more later. It just really represents to him. Uh if you watch the movies, you know there's some people that tell him, Take that helmet off, you just look ridiculous. I just wanna look at my kid. Every time he takes his helmet off, he's exposed and when he mm-hmm. puts it on, that's the darkness inside him. so there's mm-hmm. that connection with the helmet and even through the rise of color Ren comic book there's also with the Orino Ren and that helmet and everything um then entry's nest again if my mom still wore the mask so anyone that has those beliefs can really be in fitness and kind of move that story forward It just look extremely cool with all the kind of native american kind of design of it, it was pretty awesome and just finally Marchion Row, Motion Row, whatever however you wanna pronounce his I name. I'm pronounce Yeah, it's because it Charles Soule who created the characters is Marchion Row, but everyone that reads it on the novel series says Motion, so we'll figure it out at yeah. some point. But he has a very cool helmet, two designs. So those also make that is The Inquisitor's helmet are so awesome, especially the second sister and the seventh sister, I believe. Mm-hmm. Those are some of my favorite helmets. But unfortunately they didn't make the list. So let's just get into it. So, for you, Meg, which one was your fifth favorite helmet? I'm just gonna, you can talk as we go. Oh, yeah. wait. I just spelled it. That's <laughs> me. No. Oh, there we go. This is what I wanted.
1: <laughs> Din oh, Din Djarin. Oh, I love him. Um, he, he, he needs some help, but I love him. <laughs> <laughs> um, You know what? I, I love I, I will try not to go super, super deep on why I love this helmet, because like at, at the surface, it's just so simple. And I love that because um, to me that that speaks a lot to who he is in terms of like, yes, I'm going to identify myself as a Mandalorian because this is who I am. But within all of the Mandalorians or what's left of them, I would like to not stand out like his helmet is very like just plain and um that's just it I just love it I don't have one of these yet um mm-hmm. and I uh, it is probably next on my list whenever I get another helmet because um I just I, I this is like the one that I'd be like I want to wear this I would like to wear this around um yeah. I don't know I don't know what it is about it other than that just it um and I just love the character that's also <laughs> that's sure, also a common reason yeah. of the of my top five why I picked them um because mm-hmm. the characters under the helmets are are some of my favorites, so yeah. um, Yeah,
0: Yeah, I mean, Dean Giants helmet, again, iconic. People that didn't really follow Star Wars that much got into it through the Mandalorian, and they see the helmet, and they know who it is. And of course, it mirrors my guy, Boba Fett, Mm -hmm. mirrors the other Mandalorian helmet, so it's very familiar to us, but like you said, it's understated. Even though it's extremely shiny, but it doesn't hold those colors or extreme designs that we've seen before from other Mandalorians. And of course, the whole reason behind that first season, don't take your helmet off and all that kind of plays with that importance to the helmet with So for me, my number five favorite helmet or mask, we also did mask, I think this is more of a, a mask kind of combo, is the guy it's General Grievous. Yes, I love that design. I love everything about General Grievous' design. I love his timing, Revenge of the Sith, in the Clone Wars, uh, television series. I don't know, just something new that we haven't seen in so much. You can still see the his eyes behind it. There's a reason he needs the mask. Just to what what happened? Oh, well, I guess we lost Meg. Hopefully, she'll so. join us back in a few minutes, but or she comes back up. Uh, yeah, General Grievous Helmet, our uh, mask is one of my favorites, like I said,
1: kind of mirrors
0: his biological design. I forgot the species that he is. If you guys know, just let me know on the, on the chat real quick. Uh, yeah, again, General Grievous Helmet is one of my favorites. And I think that's it. We'll wait for Max if he's able to join us. If not, I'll jump in with my number four. And in the meantime, again, if you guys Anyone that's out there in the chat, let us know what your favorite helmets are in Star Wars and why you love them so much. All right, so while we wait for me, let me take a little sip. All right, so let's jump into my number four. So my number four helmet, I have it right here. It is the original one, number four, Darth Vader. So yes, oh, there she is. All right, let's bring her back up. Hi, Meg. You, you, it. You, it like, you didn't me. like my pick? That was it. You didn't like my pick for number five, General Grievous, I
1: hated it. Four. I hated it so much, I just <laughs> left. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: so yeah. Like I was saying, General was designed, that mask was just menacing when he came out in Revenge of the Sith. That close-up when he's going to fight can always one of my favorite shots in, the, in that last movie of the Pickle Trilogy. So yeah, General Grievous is for me one of those great designs. What do you what do you have to say about the old General G?
1: Yeah, his mask is cool. He's great. <laughs> um actually, if you um if anyone listening um listened to the one of the most recent um followers of the force episodes, um, you know, Grievous um wasn't treated so great by um by our beloved Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, if you wanna know what that's about, you should listen to that because um, yeah, I do honestly have more respect for it, General Grievous than I ever did. Um, no, but he he his whole design is just amazing. Um, yeah. I it's ter- And also terrifying. Um, I posted a picture of the Grievous Funko that I got not that long ago and someone commented and they're like, this is terrifying to look at. And I'm like, you know what, you're right.
0: Yeah, that Funko Pop is kind of weird. I don't have one for Grievous, which is surprising, because I mm-hmm. love the character. Yeah. But yeah, that Funko Pop is kind of, it is kind of terrifying. Oh,
1: but... yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, they make the heads huge, and just the proportions of the...
0: Yeah, and, just... know, and the arms, you don't know, <laughs> yeah. having the, the lightsabers and the little yeah. looks like spider arms or cockroach. I don't know, it looks weird. Yeah, it I'll does. i get it when I see it. Uh, so while you were out, I did say my number four. So I'll keep going. Okay. It was Darth Vader. So Darth Vader is my number four, my fourth favorite. Oh my! I just lost something here. Let me show that little graphic again. Darth Vader. So look at that. So Darth Vader's design changed a little bit throughout the three original you know, trilogy, original you know, trilogy movies. A little bit different also in Rogue One. Of course, in Rebels, I do love the Rebels design. And one of my little helmets, I can't get it because my earphones are going to fall off. The design of that Rebels Darth Vader helmet Mm -hmm. is extremely cool. But if I had to put one of the classics, it had to be the original one. Talk about menacing! One of the first things we see in A New Hope is Darth Vader coming through this hallway and just wrecking shop choking everyone that steps on his way, just walking over dead people. So Darth Vader helmet, probably one of the the most iconic helmets out there. Mm.
1: Yeah. And there's nothing else in Star Wars like it. Uh, Whereas like a lot of helmets are, you know, they're different designs, but they're of the same, um, general like idea but that one there, there is no other and i love that because like you inst- and it's so iconic that you see it and you instantly know like oh that's darth vader um even if you're yeah. not a star wars fan like even before i was really into star wars like, i'm pretty sure i knew who darth vader was so yeah. it's one of
0: those things again even if you don't know you see that helmet and eh, that's yeah. a bad guy yeah don't oh yeah get, yeah don't get in on his way down an empty hallway yeah you don't know, they know what yeah.
1: they might do. don't mess with that guy don't do it
0: yeah Star Wars and hallways and bad guys. Just stay away. See them walking. Just yeah. and go.
1: D- just stay out of hallways and Star Wars in general. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good rule of thumb. Yeah. Alright, so let's jump back to your number four and we're gonna have fun talking about this one.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, I I love this helmet and I love I love Kylo Ren in um Rise of Skywalker just because like he's so He's still trying so hard to be the bad guy, which he is. But the whole point of the design of this helmet is he is desperately reaching to Mm -hmm. to really hold on to this identity. And it's not working. Um, His helmet is literally broken. And you can tell. Um, And I love that design um, just because it just shows how how much he wants this or how much he's convinced himself he wants to remain um, the leader of the first order and to yeah. have this kind of dominance over the galaxy when like he's still being pulled in all kinds of different directions and we finally see what happens when he's just pushed over the edge um because you know in the last Jedi, we thought oh the helmet's broken like this is it um oh no
0: no that's fine you're fine
1: <laughs> oh i thought you left um
0: you. no 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 <laughs> you're good you can I if you know. want to <laughs>
1: it, i it doesn't matter it just okay um yeah, I just, um, yeah, I, I think do I have I have that Funko somewhere, um, and I just I love the the red on, on the black too, like that contrast. Um, that, that's the looking cool part of my of oh, my number okay. four.
0: Yeah, watching them um, that little monkey see Alchemy trying to pull that helmet back together was really fun. Yeah, but yes, like I was again, Ren was one of the ones that was right there on that top five. I just had to notch it down. But it's that helmet means so much to him in terms of I am the bad guy, I'm one with the dog side because and I'm not the first one to say it. Every time he removes his helmet, he's vulnerable, right? This yeah. started with Ray in the Force Awakens when he takes his helmet off and then she's able he tries to get reach into her mind, which he does, but she's able to put to push back. When then he meets Han Solo and he he goes, hey, take that helmet off or take that mask off. Oh, you're afraid what you see? now I want to see the face of my son. Of course, in that Jedi, it's no joke. You're just a child in a mask. Take that ridiculous thing off. But then he's mm-hmm. killed both of them. He's like, screw this. I'm going to do me. Like they say, you do you. I'm going to do me. I'm going to yeah. put my helmet back on. It's black. What can be cooler, just put some red on it. <laughs> right. But it means something to him, like you said. He's yeah. in trying to hold on to that darkness that he thinks he has. But right. you know, he's broken just like his helmet, but yeah. Mm. And that kind of red helmet is it's pretty it's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. So why do you keep going with your number three? Let me get that ready. Okay. So your number three helmet.
1: Oh I might talk about this one for a while. <laughs> I actually have, yeah. I um I actually have um because you there like there is no Black Series Phasma helmet. Like if you want a Phasma helmet, you have to do what I did, which is I went to Etsy, which is a very dangerous place. If if you're not willing to spend a lot of money, don't go there. Um, and I had a a custom phasma helmet made, which is behind me over there. I'm blocked. Oh, there okay. it is. It. Okay. Um yeah, so I I will not spoil the very end of the Phasma novel if you're watching or and haven't read it because the way that she gets her armor and her helmet um, to look the way that it does is um, some of my, it's like my favorite Star Wars thing ever because it's, mm-hmm. you're sitting there reading this and you're like, you have got to be kidding me. Uh, but it, it makes, like the, the novel itself is great, but it makes the reading the whole story through to the end worth it because... Um, it's just the culmination of her character transitioning from where we see her in this book to what we know her as in the sequel trilogy. It's so good. And please read that whole book and then read the end and then uh, yell at me about how amazing that it is life. because it is. Um, but I I love that she saw the design of the um, First Order Stormtrooper helmets and she was like, yeah, cool. That's awesome. But uh, I want mine to be different um it's just so her because she 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 does not want to um blend in with the rest she would like to be um known and honored for who and what she is and what she has become um so she wears this helmet that is reflective and it's very hard to destroy which uh good job finn i guess um and it's and i i love that part in um, the last shadow, by the way, where you only see a very small mm-hmm. part of her face because um, it, they did it in Rebels too. It's fine. It's a good device. Um, but it, it's her finally, you finally see like, oh, she's not um, this faceless um, enemy. She's a person. Um, there is someone behind that armor underneath that helmet. Um, and um, yeah, I would like to believe that she's still here somewhere. It's fine. <laughs> Um, But I I just, exactly. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) She's, she's a hashtag Phasma lives. Um, but I, I, I just love everything about this helmet. And, um, I, this was it. Yeah, it was, this was the first helmet that I collected. Um, and I just, it's so good. It's, um, it makes me happy every time I see it. That's why I have it.
0: Yeah. So I won't spoil it again, like you said, I will try not to spoil anything about the, that FASMA novel, which is a great novel by mm-hmm. Delilah Dawson. Yeah. And there is so much importance behind why she wears a helmet. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it when that happens in The Last Jedi, that we see part of her face, you feel, if you read the novel, you know what that means. Mm-hmm. So yes, I think that's one of those helmets seems like Kylo Ren and even Din Djarin that there's a reason we're not just wearing it because it looks cool or I want to protect my face which of course is part of it but there's a big reason why they wear it and for Captain Phasma it is a very important reason from her past her upbringing why she has that type of helmet and the construction of her helmet what she got the material also pretty cool and like you said she was the first um stormtrooper let's say with a different type of helmet that wasn't or armor that wasn't just white until mm-hmm. this guy came along yeah captain cardinal also in the Fasma novel yeah that you kind of learn why they have different color armor. more but again that phasma helmet is just so cool i have that little one like i said back there yeah. um i can't see it back there also on my mm-hmm. see, can you see it's a little Oh there you can just there see my legs back yeah. there. Is, yeah. I can find <laughs> there, No, that that's <laughs> one. All these cameras, there you go, there is Captain Plasma and the funko popper somewhere. Yeah. Uh but yeah, that's one of the first things I bought when the Force awaker was coming out that First Friday that today marks the like five year, six year anniversary of force Friday. That's the first thing I got was that Fasma, one of the first things Redesign, like I said. The stone trooper, fast man. I believe she was kind of a design for Kylo Ren or for the bad guy that ended up just going to a stone trooper, mm-hmm. a special stone trooper, I should say. Yeah. All right, so my number three, and here's where I cheated. I said I was going to cheat. I'm sorry, I did cheat for my number three. But you understand why well, we've mentioned it before. It's hard to pick one type of Mandalorian mm-hmm. armor, and I had to do this. And you'll, you'll agree. You'll say, okay, those are good picks. I hope. All right. Number three picks. There you go, Guy Saxon and Bocatan. I could, I couldn't. It's almost impossible for me to pick a favorite Mandalorian helmet. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Boba Fett, I love you. And there's a question coming soon about that. But Guy Saxon helmet. It's come on. It's like we say. It's black. It's got that orange kind of yellow visor. And that dark ball helmet's coming out when he wasn't in charge.
1: Mm-hmm. It's just
0: one of the greatest design out there. And the Tan. I like bo in Rebels. I like Bocatan katan in Clone Wars. But when I saw her in live action, I it just floored me. Because, and again, uh, hate me if you want out there. I became more of a Mandalorian, the Mandalorian culture fan just through watching that single episode in season two, which is still one of my favorite episodes in all of Mandalorian. Yeah. Just because seeing those three Mandos working together, not taking crap, just mowing the flow with all the stormtroopers and imperial remnants, it made you kind of appreciate that mandalorian culture that warrior culture so much because even though we saw some of them in season one they really were just kind of mercenaries everyone yeah. just working separately trying to protect mando here the three of them were just a unit and you can see it in and kind of well what the hell is going on how you guys know how to do all this But it all starts with her and that design, that our design is just, I love it. And it became one of my favorite helmets out there. It's so good. Yeah. And Garzax, it just looks cool. I have to put it there. All right, so let's jump to your number two. Number two, we're getting close. Where is this? Yeah, this is yours. Sorry. Ah, there we go. Number two.
1: (sighs) Oh, Sabine um yeah. you know technically technically you could count this also as cheating because she has like four different helmet designs right and I, I I love them all equally um I I just I for, one of the great things about this design is it stands out from the moment that you first see her mm-hmm. um in rebels and you know we'd seen mandalorians before but to see like this Mandalorian with this like brightly painted helmet. Um, you kind of want to know like what is what's up with this, what's up with this Mandalorian? Um turns out a lot and it's great. Um I I also have uh this one. Um because I can't uh have just one um hard to find helmet. I don't I don't know why they don't make a Sabine helmet like a Black Series one they really need mm-hmm. to. Of course they then then they need to make four, but you know what? I would probably buy all of them and um that's fine. I I do what i want um oh i i just i just love how important their designs are to her and i love how wearing that helmet for her it's it's not just um you know identifying her as mandalorian it's her also being able to express who she is and her um you know her love for art and her talent and her um You know the way that she sees the world it just um I just love it and every time I see it regardless of which version of it it is it just it just makes me so happy and um you know she's not and the other thing with this particular character is that she's not always wearing it Mm -hmm. um and even that within like rebels can really say a lot about like the state of things or what's happening like is she wearing why is she wearing the helmet why is she not you know at different points that is really important um yeah, I just I love this one. I love the design, and I just love everything about it.
0: Yeah, like, again, trying to pick a Mandalorian helmet as your favorite is hard. I have my list here. Mandalorian variants. I have Boba Fett, Second Sabine, Bo-Katan, Gar Saxon, and Din It's hard. If, again, those could be top five, just right there. Yeah, and that Sabine one. It's so her. Like you see it, you know who the, who who who's behind the helmet. It's just part of the character. And if we're talking about cool helmet designs, you can get better than that one. So yeah. I said, that's a good choice for number two. I, wa- I wonder what's going to be your number one. <laughs> I wonder what it is. I wonder.
1: <laughs>
0: but before we get to it, let's get to my number my number two helmet. And This is where it started getting even harder because I'll talk about it. now. I'll tease it a little bit more. When I got into Star Wars, like I said, Boba Fett is my favorite character, but that first thing I started collecting was Stormtroopers. That's what I really love. was collecting Stormtroopers, Black Series, Funko Pops, uh, Hasbro, whatever was Stormtroopers. Yeah, there's just a white and black design. They all look the same. I don't care. I want it because I love that Stormtrooper design so much. So picking a favorite Stormtrooper helmet or a variant of a Stormtrooper helmet was really, really difficult. I had to go with the ones that started it all, not timeline, yeah, chronologically, I guess, or timeline. It's the phase one clone trooper helmet. Bro, I threw a curveball. It's not a, <coughs> it's not a storm trooper. It's that clone trooper, that phase one. I'm sorry, it's my favorite quote unquote stone, stone trooper helmet because it's how all of them started. Yep. I had first the, the Show Troopers from Scarif is one of my favorite designs. The Death Trooper, of course. The real Strong Trooper, there's so much. Again, this guy here just with the red and black. Mm-hmm. And then the Evolution with Captain Phasma, even the Mandalorians look a little bit similar. But well, that Clone Trooper design, that Phase 1, when it was introduced in Clone Wars, sorry, in Attack of the Clones, and then moving into the first couple of seasons of the Clone Wars, there's something from it that I just love so much. Like like I said, my criteria was would I wear those helmets? And I would wear the hell out of a clone trooper helmet, especially if I have a little color. This yeah. the Rex one, Captain Rex, clone trooper phase one. Oh, come on, you, you gotta love them. So, yeah, so that's my number two. And I forgot to put it there we go. Phase one clone trooper helmet. So, yeah, it. that's it. <laughs> What are your thoughts on all the, on the clone trooper helmets? and Do you prefer phase one or phase two? Because I know a lot of people do kind of lean more to the phase two helmets.
1: You know, I kind of, it's hard to pick. I do like phase one just because it is like the original.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, there's something special about that to me um, because it's the first one we see. and like, But I like that evolution,
0: how it changes. So,
1: um,
0: yeah. All right. all right. So we've kind we of tasted long enough. So let's jump now into our top helmet. So again, if you guys are in the chat, let us know if you're watching this later in the on the replay. Jump in the comments, let us know what your favorite helmets are in Star Wars. And if you're listening to this later on the on the podcast also, and come to the video and let us know there. Send us a message on Twitter. You can find us there. So but further ado, make Dowell's favorite Star Wars helmet. Number one, a surprise, maybe not. <laughs> no
1: one is surprised. <laughs> no one is surprised.
0: So look at that. Well, I'll just let we can kind of talk as long as you want.
1: Um. Well, first, let me talk. No, I won't talk about that yet. Never mind. Um, <laughs> we'll get there. Um, I. The, the... I don't even know where to start. <laughs> um, I. I just love. I love the night owl design. Um, I know because like her helmet's not the only one that's kind of designed like this. They're all kind of this similar um, pattern, mm-hmm. but hers, you know, is so unique still to her. And um, I just, I love bo so much as a character that to not have this on my list would be um, terrible. It'd be terrible <laughs> if I didn't, um, but I had to put it at the top and I realize. Yet I won't apologize for the fact that three of my five helmets are Mandalorian helmets. I just oh, yeah. this is this is just who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I it's so it is becoming so iconic, especially with her now being in the Mandalorian. Um, I want talk. I would like to talk to you if your introduction to Bo Katan was in the Mandalorian. If you'd never seen her in anything else before that, because I want to know your thoughts. Um, because she has gone as a character from. Um, being part of a terrorist group, to becoming the leader of Mandalore, to now becoming what is she now? She's very confused and angry, and uh, uh, similar to Dinara, needs some help. They need to help each other. That's I'm convinced that season three is going to be them helping each other figure it out because both of them cannot survive alone. They need they need help. Um. <laughs> um. Uh. I, I will say, and I, I won't say too much about it now, but um, seeing that helmet in the Mandalorian in live action for the first time Um, broke me in the best way possible. Um, I was not, I was not a person for a minute. I was not okay. Um, This helmet just, it means so much to me. And this is my dream helmet. I do not have one. I was planning on getting one this year and that's probably not going to happen, but eventually I will. And it will be my favorite Um, because you know, it's, even just like glancing over it. Like I have, I have a Bo-Katan cardboard cutout and she's holding mm-hmm. her helmet and I'm staring at it right now. And it's just, even just looking at it makes me happy. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, again, I have it, that's the only one. I told you had have the one that would match. Mm-hmm. It was Bo-Katan. Like I said, Good. I love this design so much. And again, seeing it in live action just gives it a different feel. Mm. I don't know why we all love animated Star Wars. It is important. It's a, important medium out there same as live action but seeing it function mm-hmm. being just more wearable the yeah. way she fights with it when wearing it and then when she removes it i don't know there was something about seeing that helmet live action that at least for yeah. me kind of took it to another level i have my book black series because of that one my phone Pop with the helmet on it's just and design it's so it's so great so i do understand why you would choose it as your number one. Like I said, don't worry that most of yours are Mandalorian. I could have easily picked a top five Mandalorian also. But so yeah, Bo-Katan, great choice. As McDowell's number one favorite helmet. All right, so here we go. So my favorite helmet is one that I know no one was going to be choosing this one or thinking I would choose this one as a number one. And I'll preface this by saying this might change. This whole list might change in two months, if I do another one, it might change. But this one just became my favorite one when I saw it. It didn't have a lot of screen time. But let me just put it out there. Maybe some of you guys don't even know. I've never seen this helmet. My number one helmet is the thief <laughs> Fleet Technician from the Rise of Skywalker. I'm sorry. I don't care if nobody knows who that character is. That's top tier Star Wars helmet. Has a little bit of Darth Vader with a little, is it a cow? I don't know what that is. It's red. It's black. It, again, it's cool. I don't it is. talk about the big meanings of helmet. I don't care. This is a cool <laughs> helmet that I would wear every single day. I'll wear it to work. I'll get fired, <laughs> maybe. If not, I'll wear it again. But I, and I'm i going to cheat again. I'm going to put the graphic again. There's something about this design. It's so simple, but it's just so. Damn cool looking. I,
1: I've never uh, looked at it this much because I've seen it before, but I've never like actually stared at it in the both times you showed it, I'm like, this is a cool helmet. I understand yeah. this is your number
0: one. <laughs> so it's very quick in the movie. It's at the end of X ago it shows up a few times. But when I got the Russell Skywalker, what is it? That visual guide, mm-hmm. it's a full page, there's like two pages of it. I'm like, oh damn. Yes. That's a cool helmet. So <laughs> sorry, Boba Buffett. Sorry, the Inquisitors, Enfist, everyone else, Stormtroopers, I love you, with a Sith Fleet Technician helmet. It's my favorite, currently my favorite Star Wars helmet design. So yes, I was able to get that out there. I, I, I feel that, no, I don't want to put it again. Stop that. <laughs> um, all right, so again, if you guys are watching this at any point, let us know what your favorite helmets are, and I can't wait for the next... Star Wars, movies, TV shows, what type of helmets we're going to get. Really excited. But with that said, let's jump to one of our favorite parts of the show, Rebel Thoughts. When I hear from you guys, you guys send in your questions. And we got a couple of questions today. Rebel's on you? All the way. For Rebel Thoughts, our first question comes from our friend, Rachel. She's going to be Rachel. here actually next week. We're going to be talking music. And... Rachel, let me Rachel sends from build on Stardust. Only for me only oh I gotta pull back I lost too fast. Didn't get a chance to read it. <laughs> only one keeps their helmet. Bo Katan fast one. Marquee on Row. Who do you choose? It's only one of them gets to keep their helmet. Oh
1: you know. Bo has already lost so much. <laughs> So many, so so many, so much. She's lost everything, okay? Yeah. That's why she's so cranky in Mandalorian. <laughs> um, don't take away her helmet, too, okay? Let her keep that. The the other two, they'll be fine. They'll be fine yeah. without it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll jump in. I know it was for you, but I'll jump in. Uh, so Mark has like two or three helmets. Uh, uh, semi-spoiler for the rights in Storm. I'll give you a few minutes. He gets one of his helmets destroyed. I don't know which one, but Pan Ada mm-hmm. destroys one of them. So he has, he has backups. Right. Din Djarin, love you. You don't want to take your helmet off. You're starting to learn that it doesn't matter if you take your helmet off. Um, so, yeah, just keep that poor Boca and keeps her. And it's the coolest one of those three, so yeah. she gets to keep it. Yes. All right. So our next question from Fan of the Show. I was actually on his show. Uh, Outer Ring Reads a few weeks ago and it's going to drop in two days. The Ooh. first first episode of season three of his show. And Andrew asks, let me get this. That's why you're trying to produce a show at the same time. it's always not Let me get everything. Right. Okay. No worries. Okay. So Andrew asks, at Outer Ring Reads, for Alberto, do you like Boba's new look? Or will the OG helmet always be best for Meg? What was the first emotion to pop into your head? when Bo's helmet appeared on screen. You talked a little bit about it. I'll give you a few minutes to kind of compose. Uh, So for me, again, I love Boba Fett a lot. I grew up loving this character, loving his design. But again, when this new fresh paint Boba showed up in season two of The Mandalorian, I fell in love with the design all over again. So sorry to the classic. I give my respects, but the new look Boba Fett Bo- Book of Boba Fett, hopefully, he'll keep the same design. That for me stopped here. The fresh paint with the black accents for me took it, it went over the top. So, if you want to talk about that one, that's fine. But mostly for you, it was what? Again, you talked about it a little bit, mm-hmm. Emotions when that Boca helmet helmet here. And what of those two Boba Fett helmets, which one do you prefer?
1: Uh, in, in terms of like Boba Fett, um, Okay. I will preface this with Boba Fett is cool. He's always been cool. I acknowledge that. He's ne- he was never my favorite character yeah. in, you know, like the original trilogy. I mean, he wasn't he didn't do that much. Like he he just didn't stand out to me too much. Um, but I love him in The Mandalorian. Like The Mandalorian somehow made me care about Boba Fett more than I ever thought I would. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely have to go with the new design just because it's like it think of like people who didn't really, didn't really care about Boba Fett. Now they do like that. That's probably the helmet they're gonna think about. Um, I appreciate the original. I'm all for, you know, um, the origins of all the things, but um, I got to go with the new one.
0: All right. And again, I always say, yes, Bob is my favorite character or the reason he became my favorite character is because he looked cool. I know he didn't do a lot in the (laughs) beginning. Now he's getting to kind of spread his wings a little bit, Mm -hmm. knocking heads one at a time. But that new design is just so much and then again you mentioned a little bit when you talked about the Boca Tan, Hellmaster number one but a little bit, what were your emotions seeing it again for that first time when it was when she kind of showed up on screen
1: so here's a story <laughs> so it's so it's 6 a.m on a friday morning when this episode comes out so i'm watching it and um you know, I'm with my family at the time, so everyone else is like asleep. It's fine. Um, I scream.
0: First of all, I am
1: screaming, and I I, I don't usually do that, but like I I yelled um because Bo Katan is on my screen right now. And I, you know, I, I'm the kind of person who doesn't like I don't like to get my hopes up about certain things in Star Wars because like if it happens, great, if it doesn't, okay. Um, so I never expected Bo Katan to appear. First of all, ever again, second of all in live action. So when that happened, um, first of all, I forgot what emotions were for a minute. I didn't really know how to exist. Um, but really, I just after I got over my shock, um, I was just so happy. I was so happy that my favorite character, her story got to continue, even if it like because at that point, we didn't know if it was just this one episode or even just this mm-hmm. one scene, even if it had just been this one episode that's more of her story that we wouldn't have otherwise gotten and mm-hmm. that just made me so happy. I love when um you know because Star Wars is told in so many different mediums so I love when a character's story can be continued in something else hers started in animation continued in animation and now it can is continuing again in live action I'm still happy about it I every time I watch that episode again I feel the same level of joy that I did the very first time and that's they did it right and they did it well and'm I'm,
0: mm-hmm. I'm so happy yeah. Plus, they got the, the real actor to come in on a yes. player. So it's, <laughs> yes. it was a, everything about bringing bo to life worked. Yep. They did it the perfect way. It doesn't matter if the character looks the same in terms of age, if it's 15, 20 years. It doesn't matter. It worked perfectly, and I really can't add anything else to it feel like we talked more about Boca than everything else today, but it's fine. Like I said, mean, said, I'm here, so. Yeah, it's kind of She deserves it. And <laughs> if you're here, it's, it's, gonna, it's bound to happen. Yes. <laughs> all right. So that kind of beats an end to our show. We did it. We tried to keep it around one hour. We were able to do it. Uh, so thank you guys are out there watching the show now or later. Thank you for all the 75 episodes that you've joined us. And as we start this fourth season of Raider Rebellion, thank you, and we'll try to do a great show when we can. And we'll take breaks from here and there. But, Meg, again, as always, thank you again for coming. Hope we can have you again soon, Talk about Star Wars. We're talk about Tempest Runner in a few hours, so make sure to go check that out. But apart from that, where else can our good friends out there find you?
1: Yeah. Um- Finding me on Twitter at McDowell is probably the easiest. Um, that's where you'll find a lot of things from you, teeny. Um, if you want to get an into any of the books, any of the comics, if you want to figure out w- what part of stories happens at, at what point in the timeline, um, we have guides, we have mm-hmm. all the things to help you figure out because there, as we talked about earlier, there are a lot of comics, there are a lot of books. It's hard to navigate. Um, we are your resource. We can help you figure it out. We can help you find the books you want to read based on your favorite characters. Unfortunately, bo at this time only appears in one book. It's a tragedy, but you know, hopefully someone is working on that. Um, yeah. yeah, so that is where you can find all my things. And I I, I do tweet about Bo-Katan uh, quite often. And so if you're up for that, uh, follow me, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, hopefully, I know we were supposed to get a Mandalorian novel at the end of season two, around that mm-hmm. time it got canceled. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll get something yeah. a little bit in the future. And now, we're pretty sure that bo is going to be involved with season three. She has to. So hopefully, a little bit. <laughs> Are you excited for season three? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so hopefully, we yeah, get a little bit more with her, not just live action, but maybe another, another novel or a book out there. And yes, that teeny guide is great. I've checked it out a few times to make sure I'm not falling behind on all the great Star Wars books out there. So for me, i got to do it. I'll end with my helmet. Don't worry about my hair. It will be covered. So you know where to find me down there. I'll read the little part every Saturday and other places. Uh, but yeah, check out then on Tuesday, Altering Reads. I'll be there. see chats about Light of the Jedi, the High Republic, the first three chapters. And um, yeah, I think that's, enough. You know, let me say that I can get a bit of nervous modulation. I don't know if we can notice. but stay safe. Many of them are here. Be safe. I'm going to force me.